Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and uh, I'm going to use an office quote. What the hell is going on, and what the hell is going on? <laughs> and I am the Champ, and I'm going to use another office quote. And Chief, you know, on this podcast, I'm the douche. You don't want to drop. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. That, that's Andy doing that? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, when they were going to Gettysburg. And I am the number two on this podcast, so just, just don't drop me. <laughs> Do you remember what mine's from? I don't. Give me the uh, context of it. It's when Nellie took over Andy's job because he was in Florida, and she just started acting like a boss. And Jim said, what are those outtakes? What the hell's going on? And what the hell's going on? Okay, so I'm I'm only in season seven of rewatch number three or something like that. So okay. um, I'm I'm sure it's come. I think Nelly comes in what season eight? Yeah, ballpark. Yes, that's about to say. Yeah, ballparkish. Like, yeah. yeah. Not uh, nothing like watching um, after a long and trying weekend to watch the off, couple episodes of The Office. Yep. And that's a perfect segue, isn't it? It is a perfect segue. Yeah. Because uh, it has been a trying weekend for me, but we'll get into that later. Um, all right, all right. Let's let's kick it right off with the fab before we get into the other transactions. Um, okay. So it looks like there were six teams, seven players. Yep. Uh, dollar values are significantly dropping now. Uh, so we'll start that off. That makes with, sense. Yeah, we'll start off with the Bulls. He picks up Jake. Uh, Marisnik from I guess he's with the Dodgers now. He drops Jonathan Davis, who was on the IL uh, for Miami, picks him up for a buck. Seems like Jake Marisnik comes up every time this year for the last five years yeah. <laughs> with a different team, and none of them yeah. being the Astros. The yeah. Astros are the only one that don't want him uh, where he started, and that that was uh, the Bulls' only pickup this week. Uh, the one dropped to the Hawks, Pete Crow Armstrong. That sounds like a, um, like an old, old name, right? Pete Crow Armstrong, uh, center fielder for the Cubs. He drops your guy Trevor Rogers. Yeah, interesting. People are making some some bold moves, and Pete Crow Armstrong. If you remember, he came over. He was drafted by the Mets from. Uh, I think he's out of that. Harvard Westlake's was the place where Giolito, Flaherty, and oh, Max Sweet came yeah, from. Right, I know you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he came over in the uh, Javi Baez deal. Oh, nice. Okay. Cause yeah. That guy stinks. So, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's hard. Um, remember the, all the Cubs fans up in arms? What are you doing? Javi Baez, that's our guy. That guy stinks, man. Um, what, 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 do you, what, what don't you like about him? His 40% strikeout rate? He, yeah, and he's, he's he, I think he's lazy because he should be a really good defender and he's, he's, He's pretty. He's average. I don't think he's that okay. great. Yeah. So, so, so we're gonna have the Javi Baez Award for wiffle ball. Whoever strikes out the most, their percentage forty, fifty percent strikeout rate, and then lazy in the field. Um, actually, that should be our, our our Rob Award, but we'll call it the the uh, Javi Baez Award. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Was Rob lazy or just unathletic? Oh, he was horrible. He was he both. Okay. All right. They, they're enough. not mutually exclusive. Okay, yeah, fair enough. No, you're right about that. Um, kind of got off track there. That was the only Sewerhawks pickup this week. Bearcats pick up Stephen Wilson, uh, pitcher for the Padres for a buck. He drops A.J. Minter. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, there were some big names that were dropped. Yeah. Minter's been horrible this year. He has, and he he's. I, I think he went for like a dollar thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh. That was the only Bearcat pickup this week. Uh, dudes pick up Jacob Mizorowski. That's close enough for me. Uh, pitcher for the Brewers. He picks him up in a fab slot. Of course, I have to kind of check that with him. Please do. Um, I pick up Austin Gomber for a dollar. Drop Bryce Wilson. Uh, I'm hoping Austin Gomber gets traded and see where he lands. And if he doesn't get traded, I will drop him as soon as uh, I'm able to in August. Wait a second. 
second. He didn't pitch too bad this past weekend, did he? Didn't he get the win? He did. He's got seven or eight wins, but his ERA is still five yeah. e. Mm. So that's why I picked him up and thinking I'll, I'll spend a buck on him if he ends up with a decent team. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll throw him in there. I don't know. If you look at his stats, um, his splits when he moved to Colorado, the first couple of years he was in Colorado, his ERA was decidedly better uh, at Coors. Uh, I don't think that's still the case, but if you look at that, just just keep in mind he might he might be a um, uh, a, a play for you away from Coors now. Yeah, I, I'm going to take a look at him. I, I think he's a good pitcher. I you know I think he's just getting. I don't know if he gets dealt. I I, I think I'll I, he he might be worth a buck. So all right. Um, Lakers pick up Jared Triolo. Uh, he's yes. the Pittsburgh third baseman. Drops Cody Clemens, picks him up for three bucks, and the Lakers also picked up uh, Rohan Rojas, Johan Rojas for four bucks. Yes. Drops Dustin May, who again is out for the season. Um, yeah, he. I, I think wasn't he a retention for the for he, the Lakers? He was, and he pitched well yeah. out the gate, and then he gets hurt. So I, I think this may be it for Dustin May with the Lakers. I don't know if he's going to continue to deal with this guy. Uh, Rojas did get the start on one of the doubleheader days games okay and i think he played yesterday because hell they played 12 innings yesterday so i think he yeah he did play yesterday um okay he's a guy they brought up from reading does he look like he's gonna get some at bats um Uh, second half of the season i i I don't know because he he's probably there for maybe some defensive replacement if they have to pull cassiano out or or schwarber um I don't think he's going to play over Marsh. He's gotcha. not going to. He's not going to. And, and, and well, Ashe is uh, is he done for the season? Yeah, he got hit again. He he got mm. he broke something. Um, although they're talking about moving Harper to first base and maybe Rojas gets some at bats at DH. Okay. Um, and then again, did you want to say something? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Did you have any other bids besides uh, um, besides the winning bid on Gomber? Yeah, I had a bid on Rojas, and I think that was it. Yeah, Rojas. I did have a bid on okay. Rojas. Yeah. All right. I, I tried to get Triolo, and in in I, I should have done it before the All-Star break, but then I thought uh, uh, Cabrian Hayes was coming back, and I, I chickened out, and then it was too late. So, bad by me. So, uh, from the previous week, I just wanted to touch on a couple things. You picked up Nick Lodolo and dropped Rones and Contreras. Um Lodolo's out to mid-August. Is that just like, uh, I'll pick him up for a buck and see what happens the last six weeks? Yeah, and I'm glad I did it last week yeah. because um, when I had done it last week, I thought he was going to be back early August, and now it's been pushed back two weeks, and I don't know if I would have wanted to wait that long. But, you know, I am where I am. I don't have any um, – I, I don't have much money left. So, yeah, it's just been uh, – just compounding a bad season. Yeah, and then the other thing too, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, you you picked up Colby Allard. Uh, yes. You dropped Libertor. Is he not pitching anymore? Who Libertor? Yeah, did he get set down or what? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, he's been pitching horribly, and then of course Allard started on I think it was Saturday and or, or maybe yesterday and uh, ended up getting hurt. So now he's on the going to be on the IL soon. So again, uh, pretty much everything I touch. Uh, Turns to uh, turns to stone. Yeah, and uh, uh, just a quick correction: uh, Pache did not break anything. I think he just got hit by a pitch, and he'll be out for a couple weeks. Okay. All right. Um, moving on to the standings for the week. Uh, this is period sixteen. So what do we have? Like ten weeks ish left. Probably a little more now. Yes, mercifully. Yeah. It can't be over soon enough. Statman a big week at seventy three. Uh, Dudes at 66, and Statman had a really balanced week, 37 and a half, 35 and a half. That's, he had a six home run night. I think it was Saturday really? night or something okay. like that. Yeah. I'm like, holy <laughs> gosh, that's that's two weeks for me. <laughs> uh, dudes have a good week at 65 and a half. I'm at third at 62. Ducks had a good week. And then we get into the 50s with Alliance, uh, Space Auditors, Lakers. And then we get into the 40s. With Bearcats and Bulls, and the Hawks had a horrible week at 12 pitching points, 36 overall. 
so it was only three days, right? Yeah, but if you was. look at teams seven through ten, where you know four of the top five. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and I I thought I had a really good, you know, couple days with strikeouts, but you were right behind me, the thirty nine. Yeah. I, I, well, I threw every, everybody out there. Hey, whatever. It's all it takes. Um, yeah, I forgot we only had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Yeah. They didn't even play on yes. Thursday anymore. Um, nothing really sticks out. Ducks had uh, 20 RBIs, and then Statman and myself had 19. And uh, the home runs, w- w- yeah, what were they? Oh, yeah, Bill had nine in <laughs> three days. <laughs> that, that's a big help. Crazy, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, moving on to the overall, I still think it's a five-team race. Um, looks like there's some pitching for, you know, Superhawk, Statman, and Bearcat. So that's what they would be looking for. Um, although I didn't see any pitching being traded. Interesting. Yeah. I think they were all, uh, position players other than the Lakers traded. Well, they, they, they swapped a pitcher, uh, in his, in his deal. Um, yeah. So they're trying to make a move out of the quote bottom half and get into the, just that middle tier, you know, and, and be a solid sixth place. Yeah. They're 48 reps at 43. I'm at 40. That's because of my three, my strikeouts and um, you're at 36 and dudes at 34. I, I feel like the, really the seven through 10 fluctuates by week. Yeah. But yeah. You know, every day and even during the, uh, the evening it's horrible I, I i think at one point i looked yesterday i don't know if it was like at three or four o'clock and i had 29 points <laughs> oh you did wow yeah yeah that's bad who knows but that's cbs standings who knows if they're even any good so uh yeah what when i have when i have pictures going i never look at the C, our cbs website i always look at the scores first to see if i even want yeah, to look at the website best. yeah and then if my pitchers are doing well, I think, all right, yeah, let me look. Maybe I make some headway here. Um, yeah, so it's still a five-team race, and, and you know, we, we have some uh, – there's plenty of time for for a move. Um, be, before we get into the trades, let's, let's go over the fab uh, because we're getting into that part of the season. Uh, okay. So the uh, Rebel Alliance lead was 74 Dollars yeah, they got the hammer. They do have the hammer. Um, and, you know, the baseball trade deadline is, is coming up. I, I haven't heard anything other than some mediocre names coming and going. Um, I haven't heard How any about big this? names. How about this? Shohei Otani has been rumored out to to, uh, to be on the trading block. Um, wow. Yeah. And and don't 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 the um, don't the Reds have uh, Otani? The Rebs do have Otani, yes. Did he ever choose which one he wanted, pitcher or – didn't you ask that back in March or April? I did, yeah. And okay. I, uh, and, and I feel like this is something we need to deal with. If he um, comes in and asks Maybe we can – if you haven't gotten an answer, we should really find out by um, by, by wiffle ball, don't you think? Because – I, I don't I don't know how CBS deals with it. Um, my, my guess is that he's either one or the other, right? So did we talk about it back in April? We did. I think we did take a look. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we did. I take a look. I I, I think I might have, but who knows? Um, I I would think this is easy for for the Rebs. If he comes over to the National League, he should just go on the offensive side. He doesn't need any more pitching, does he? Um, I don't know if he needs any more pitching. I don't know if it. But no, he he has ten offensive points. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's an easy, easy fix there. Um, but it's something we need to deal with moving forward. Uh, all right. So the Rebs have seventy four. Next in line is Bearcats. Bearcats at sixty. Yep. Um, then Statman and Bulls at fifty six. Right. Yeah. Lakers at fifty one. An uncharacteristic. 51 for the Lakers. Usually they're up around 70, 75 at this point in the season. Yeah. Um, Ducks with 50. Yep. Dudes with 48. Yeah. And then Sewerhawks with 25. You with 20 and me with 19. Did I miss anyone? 
Yeah. No, and and you know, you and I down this though is is kind of the norm. Um, the Hawks with twenty five um, is unusual, but you know, he's he's trying to manage his team through Fab and doing a uh, fairly good job at that thus far. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes it just depends on who you know who who gets brought up early, and and yeah. and your needs, right? And your needs. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So there is some money on the table. It'd be interesting. You know, a lot of it will be spent the first week of August, probably. Well, you always well, take a chance, right? D- I, I would love over. to see no trades happening in um, in or, or any significant trades um, in the National League, and um, yeah, then everybody will be scrambling for uh, pick up people in Fab and trying to spend all their money. Yeah, that'll hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, we, we won't get anyone. Um, all right, let's deal with the trades here. We'll yeah, what with... the hell is going on here? That's what I, I said. <laughs> what the hell's going on, and What the hell's going on? You and I talked uh, through text earlier in the month, or right at the All-Star break, saying, hey, I, I thought maybe I'd be getting some texts about some about some." trades and you were saying the same thing that you you weren't getting any and we were thinking like i don't know maybe this trade rule has kind of backed everyone down uh but everyone woke up on 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 wednesday and maybe it took one one team you know two you know one trade proposal to get everyone moving in in that direction your thoughts uh well um as you know I didn't even realize that there was a trade being made because my stupid CBS feed, um, I wasn't getting any alerts uh, about trades. Plus, I, I went dark during the uh, the All-Star break and just turned off all of baseball stuff. It was nice to kind of shut down for you know those three, four, five days. And I didn't realize there was a trade and, until I saw all the texts going back and forth and then yeah as you just quoted right what the hell's happening <laughs> yeah so i'll go over the first trade um yeah please do because i'm still i'm still kind of i don't there's so much back and forth canceled not canceled going through not going through i don't even know where we stand right so uh the initial offer was the ducks get aj smith schwarber reese hoskins justin Steele, and jared schuster um, and the Lakers get Alex Cobb and Matt Olson. Now, I didn't catch this right away because I was on vacation. I kind of gave it a cursory look, and, and I just didn't catch it. But then I realized on Friday, like, oh, that's not a balanced trade. Actually, Bob Freeze reminded me. I said, that's not a balanced trade. So I reached out to Case, and I reached out to um, I reached out Rick, Rick and... I said, hey, you guys need to readjust this. Let me go into CBS and cancel this trade because I think I can as a commissioner, and then you guys can repropose. I can't cancel the trade as a commissioner. So then they submitted another trade, which because it's now gone, I don't – I'm not exactly – oh, the the new trade – was Matt Olson, Matt Carpenter, Alex Wood, and Alex Cobb. That's who the Ducks would send to the Lakers, and the Lakers would send Blake Sable, Justin Steele, Jared Schuster, and A.J. Smith-Swarber. So um, that was the trade that I think was, lack of a better word, um, so you don't accept the hypothesis, right? You reject the null hypothesis, so I'm going to say, that was the trade that was not rejected. So, uh, so I, I have to move some players around because CBS pushed the first deal through because it can't cancel it. So I have to move some players around later today. So are you going to try and do that on your own or are you going to try and ask CBS assistance? I'm going to try and do it on my own. I, I'll, I'll never get All a response. Right. It'll be two weeks before I get a response from them. I, I verified with Case and Rick today. Um, 
so yeah anyway that's uh it 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 sounds like i i, I guess what i'm hearing from you is that People only see it's kind of like the duck swimming on the water, right? They don't realize all the behind the scenes that that takes place to manage this 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 website and just just all the rule changes, right? Does yeah. part of you just want to say just let it all go through and be done with it? I I did initially, but then I'm like, no, I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta go back and fix. This. All right, well, good for you. <laughs> right. Um, and then there was another trade offer. Uh, let me pull it up because it won't. Uh, I, I hate this. I literally hate this site. So the other <clears throat> trade offer was um, an unbalanced trade from the Bulls and the Dudes, which I caught on Thursday or Friday. And then I asked those guys, hey, go ahead and, and resubmit. I can't cancel your trade. Um, and then everyone or at least five people rejected the unbalanced trade. So that's good. That's out of the system. I don't have to worry about that. So this trade was between the Bulls and the Dudes. Okay. The Bulls offer Nico Horner, Francisco Alvarez, and Sir Anthony Dominguez. And the Dudes are going are yeah, the Dudes are going to send Jonathan India, Michael Conforto, and Marcel Arzuno. To hmm. the Bulls. Okay. Um, there's one objection in there now. It goes. The deadline is the 18th. Um, so, at least like it. Depending on if the the transaction goes through, we're good. All right. Roster wise. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That trade. I, I see that. It, that that kind of makes sense to me. Dudes getting uh, Horner and Alvarez that can be retained for next year. And they're performing and well. Both playing for this year. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, I Alvarez has yeah. 17 homers, and Horner's playing really well. He, he's yeah. across the board. So um, I guess the extra kicker, let's just say, would be Ozuna. Yeah. Right. Um, and then yep. there was a trade last night at 928 offered. The Bearcats offer Hunter Green to the Ducks, and the Ducks will send Michael Harris back over. There is one objection to that. Interesting. And, All right. Um, and, I, I don't know what Hunter Green would – you know what? I, I, I can see what his price is. He's somebody that's retainable he is. Um, yeah. next year. He is. All right. Yeah, 25 cents. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, and Michael Harris – been out for a while and he's starting to kick it in a little bit starting to steal he some is. bases um so he'll, you know he'll get six weeks out of him uh or maybe 10 weeks whatever it is and then yeah he went for 355 so he probably won't be retained next no year. no no and then a, another trade at 1016 last night uh the dudes offer ian happ and trey turner to the bearcats for bryson stott and randall gintrick Gritchick. 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 Yeah. Huh. Huh. That's interesting. I, you know what? I would love to know the thought process from the dudes when we talk to him at, at Wiffle Ball on, on that. Because that seems, seems like a lot. I mean, I know he, he kept Trey Turner for 450, so Tom's not going to retain him, I don't think, for five next year. But um, I would imagine Stott is somebody he's going to retain next year. Yeah, but Stott's kind of a run-of-the-mill guy. I'm not saying Stott's bad, but, you know. Where does that stand in terms of voting and objections? Nobody voted on it yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at with the trade. So I got, I got to go in and fix some stuff for the Ducks-Lakers trade so they can get that, you know, so they can use their players this week. Um all right, so here's what I would say is see how long it takes you to, to, to do to make all those moves and then build a league back for it. Okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm expensive, but I'll all right. I build yeah. hours. Yep. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll build the league back. Um, <laughs> so let, let's get into the text talk and, and it kind of – Yeah, you're trading turmoil – uh, go ahead and give me your thoughts. Let's just start off with that. My thoughts? Sure. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I don't know when all of it went down, but I, I wasn't I, – all right, let me just backtrack for a second here. Um, combination of my team just being horrible and the Cardinals being horrible, I'm not watching any baseball. I'm not really checking on what's going on as much as I normally do. Um, I, if I have my phone, if I'm looking at my phone, um, I'll respond to messages. But a lot of time, my phone's not even near me. So I pick up my phone and, you know, like, how did I miss all these messages? And then trying to piece this all back together. I'm like, what the hell has happened? What is going on here? Right. Um, That's what I opened I, I guess up I, with. I guess I, was, I guess I was surprised, particularly um, what got me was, was Tom's um, – can I read that? Can sure. I read that on there? Yeah, you can, you can read yeah. it. He said, whining bitches, play the game. And I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, we haven't heard from him since since the draft, right? And and you know what it kind of reminds me of? And maybe this is a bad analogy. You, you know, like, watching the Three Stooges, Mo is always b- bossing everybody around. But occasionally, Larry stands up to Mo and says, where's your dignity? Where's your dignity? Before he goes back to being Larry. That's kind of what this is. Where's your dignity? Right, so the other question I had, and I don't know if you saw it or not, which I'm sure you did, but so Tom texted, uh, this is the game, I like it, we are not a cut-and-run league. What is that? What what do you think he meant by that, we're not a cut-and-run league? Um, Just meaning that... I'm thinking he's saying that it's 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 one off just just for the season that you know you don't start anew every year and that if you yeah that you just don't make deals just for that that year and then next year you start uh, start with a brand new team that's it's you know everybody's thrown back into the draft if you will okay that's what I'm guessing all right all right I I I I'm, I got that I don't think I explained that very well but you know uh, whatever I understood it. That's all. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was funny too. The the whining bitches. Like I haven't heard from him in like a month and a half, and he fires that out. That was <laughs> that was funny, man. It it, it kind of dosed everybody with some yeah. cold water, didn't it? It's like when you you know you're you're fighting with your brother, your dad steps in. All right, that's enough. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and, and let me explain my, my text yesterday when I was sending reminder after reminder, like, hey, vote on this trade, right? Yeah, which I, I never did vote, and, <laughs> and I'm part of the problem because of the aforementioned reasons. But, yeah, please do. Right, so all I was saying, it, it wasn't had nothing to do with, like, Rick and, and, and Case. What it had to do with is uh, a couple things. One is the, the crux of the trade was out there since the 12th of July. For some reason, CBS put the end date at the 16th. So even if you don't count the 12th, that's 13, 14, 15, 16. That's four days instead of the three required days. Um, I, I don't know why it did that, so I'm, I, I can't answer to it. But the crux of the trade was out there. CBS saw two transactions with similar people I didn't want both trades going through and me have to adjust seven players. Okay. That's I, I why that because, I was saying, yeah. could you please just get on there and approve or disapprove? I don't care either way, but just kick it out of the system because I couldn't cancel it. So so here's what I hear you saying is that it, it, it's really because of CBS's inability to follow CBS's rules and then having to deal with CBS to clean up CBS's mess. Is that kind of That's the, a, the crux? I, I was just asking for some help. Just, yeah. hey, you, you so, know whether so, you want to uh, approve or disapprove this. Go ahead and click the button. We all got phones in our hands. So so here's what we need to do is, in in, in my world, is just make every make it painful for, for everybody in terms of let them deal with CBS. You know, unless you have to deal with them, it's it's no it's not a problem for them. It's no skin off their nose, and that that's my solution. Is everybody should have to deal with CBS um, in, in terms of making these corrections, and then they'll feel the pain and will want to do what you exactly did. Well, based on our talk, 
this year, and you know, we'll, we'll get a feeling on the twenty second because we'll have the conversation. But I, I think this may be the end of CBS. Yeah, it, it, it may be, but here's my issue: is is that it, we're, we're just we're just migrating to another site, in which case it will still fall on somebody to have to monitor all that, and right, and and that's that's the part that makes it difficult. Yeah. Which I, I don't mind monitoring it, and I, I, okay. it doesn't bother me. It's just when I ask for some help, I like a response. That's all. I got you. All right. Well, help me. I, help I don't you. Know. Here, here's what I would suggest. Help I don't me. Know who the help first... you. Help me. Say what? Help me. Help you. All right. Well, I, I'm going to go a little bit further on that and saying I don't know who that first batter is for the top half, but you're pitching um, to. to the first game, and I would tell them, don't dig in, because somebody's going to get hit. <laughs> uh, these guys aren't that good, man. Why would I waste a pitch? Uh, just, just to send a message. I mean, you can give them three, you know, you, you go down 3-0 and still strike them out. So, uh, I, so I'm, I'm telling them, whoever the first batter is, just punk them for the hell of it. All right, so there's there's five in the top half. If everyone shows up, I, th- I see three Ks right there. Baez Award has three winners. <laughs> and if, yeah, maybe four. So I might start okay. out four of the first five. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yep. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. All right, so I kind of explained the background of my text. It, it wasn't anything but that. I was just trying to eliminate work for myself. All right, how about this? How about this? What I heard once uh, one of Olivia's coaches tell another player, not to Olivia, but said, basically told the player, get your shit together. Um, that's what I'm telling everybody in the league. Get your shit together. <laughs> that's such a great phrase. Yeah. It's such a vague phrase. Get your shit together. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very encompassing. It is. <laughs> All right, baseball news, all-star game. Did you watch? No. I, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I saw more of the celebrity all-star game. And the reason why I saw more of the celebrity all-star game is that I turned on MLB on, I don't know, Friday or Saturday. Um, and they were showing the uh, celebrity all-star game. So I saw a good 30 to 45 seconds of that. Okay. All right. I did not watch either. We were on vacation with all the kids. And it just – it didn't lend itself to, uh, you know, where I could watch the game. Uh, it was nice to see the National League win, and uh, a rooster uh, got the yeah. game-winning homer, right? Yeah, Elias Diaz, right? And he is a good player. I think he's good. He's a good and hitter, man. Now they got out of Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Well, I think he, I think he's kind of matured a little bit too. So, but yeah, I, I think he's a good player. Um. Uh, the other thing too is I, I hate the uniforms. I hate them. Just wear. Your... I'm gonna see if I can wear. I'm gonna wear that on on Saturday. Something like that. <laughs> what your Springford City Connect or where do you live? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear a City Connect uniform. All, All right. right. Um, I'm, I'm ready. It's either that or the Stan Moy- Stan Elm Stan Elmoyer um, plumbing T-shirt with the pocket. Oh, with the pocket, nice. I when with I texted, pocket, yeah. When I texted Stan the reminder uh, a couple weeks ago about the wiffle ball, because he told me to shoot him a text to remind him, I said, "Hey, if you have the Junior Legion uniform, go ahead and wear that." But <laughs> he got back to me. He said, "Hey, I, I think I'm good for the 22nd." He inevitably he couldn't make it, but he said, "I do not have that uniform anymore." So, remember well, when I, he wore that? To wiffle I ball? do. How could he get rid of that? I don't. Maybe it just doesn't fit him anymore. I don't know. He looks in pretty good shape. It probably does fit him. Yeah, he said he didn't have it, so bummer. I mean, he he should have at least donated that to the uh, the Bush League Hall of Fame or something like that. That's a classic. It's a classic. He never returned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, that would be there right next to, uh, to 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 Bob Kirk's members only jacket. Yeah, you know what? And this is way off topic, but our last year we played on that junior legion team we had a really good team our whole infield played high school baseball 
and two of them played on the varsity. So we, we just destroyed teams. We would mm. destroy them. Um, nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Major League Baseball puts out findings from rule changes. Now, I, I sent this to you a couple weeks ago, maybe 10 days ago. Are you, are you familiar with it? You've gone dark. Okay. I've gone dark. I've been ghosting. All right. Uh, I'm going to try to pull up the text again. Uh, okay. So they they throw out some stats. Of course, it's Major League Baseball. you got to question the validity a little bit. But it's on letterhead, So and it, it, it was on Twitter. Um, so there's so always – So then it has to be true. Yeah, there's always a validity question. Um, basically – the pace of play because of the rule changes major league baseball is saying that the average game time of two hours and 38 minutes is the same as it was in 1984. 1984. Yep. Wow. No, I, and, and look at the significance of that. It's back when we were, that league started. Right. So maybe we should just shut this down now. It's, it's full <laughs> uh, yeah, two hours, 38 minutes. Uh, the runs per game between the last two years, you know, before the rule change and this year are pretty minimal, nine, nine, eight. Uh, batting average is about the same, 240s, mid-240s to high 240s. Uh, On-base percentage is a little bit up, and Ks are relatively close, about the same. Um, you know, they they also – put a, a distribution of violations per game. Um, okay. It's pretty interesting. So four-plus violations about 1% of the games. And zero violations is 60% of the games. Huh. So one, one violation is 28% of the games. So that's 88% of the games have one or zero violations per game, which is okay. actually pretty good. That means the players are adapting. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this now, and, and here's what I find kind of amazing, is that I, I, I thought there would be a significant increase in BABIP, which is batting average of balls in play. Okay. And it looks like in 2021, it was uh, the average batting average of balls in play was 292, and it only increased to 297. This year, and I, I thought it would be more significant and more pronounced, didn't you? Well, that's interesting. So you're saying the BABIP increased a little bit, right? Yeah. And strikeouts have decreased. So where the hell is what's, well, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe walks are increased. That they don't they don't put walks here. I I don't know. Yeah, something's something something. Yeah, not it does, any doesn't sense, make yeah. sense. Uh, anyway. And then the base running, um, stolen bases at stolen base attempts have gone up about a half a point. Okay. Ballpark. I, yeah, I, I would have thought it'd been more than that. Did, don't you? Didn't you? Uh, if you were going to predict at the beginning of the year. Yeah, since they made such a big deal of it, um, I, I see it. You know, I I, I think I, I notice it. When I'm watching games, I, I notice the stolen bases in our in our categories are up. Um, Maybe to your point, because you've talked about this in podcasts um, past, that in the playoffs, stolen bases can become more of a weapon. They it? do, yeah. They're definitely yeah. a weapon. Yeah, you see it increased because you know you you can get gain a base without get you know giving up an out. Um, yeah. And then lastly, they're saying attendance, they use the word roughly. Attendance is up roughly 8.1%. So if you're going to use the uh, roughly, why are you putting a decibel point? Yeah, that's, you know what? That's interesting that they use that word. Yeah. It's got to be. It's, it either is or isn't. <laughs> I don't understand what the roughly is. Well, I could see roughly if you put 8%. So it's maybe it's 7.9, maybe it's 8.1. But if you use a decibel point, like why are you putting roughly? Like, no, no well, one cares they, at, at .18. Like, no one cares about that. 
my god! Don't they also talk about here? Let's see what, what they say. Any jump above five percent would represent the highest growth rate since two thousand four, excluding you know the COVID year. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, right. Well, you're part of that increase. You've done your part. I've done right? my part. Yes. Is your attendance roughly up eight percent from the previous year? Uh, let me think. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So just, just uh, we'll we'll go games, right? One, two, three, yeah. four. One, two, three. It it's up twenty five percent. Okay. All right. And uh, mine is down to zero. So I I think on average it's roughly uh, using our uh, numbers, it's roughly uh, eight point one percent increase. So there you go. <laughs> it, it all checks out. That's so funny. Eight point one, roughly eight point one. What the hell? Who edits this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is no editor here. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. Um, something to think about. And, and I, I, you know, as much as I hated it, I do like the rule changes. Though I did read something where, I don't know if it was Tony Clark or maybe it was just a player, but they were asking, they were saying that maybe... Uh, the time should be expanded a little bit during the playoffs because yeah, yeah, the, the I, leverage I, I of, the, of the situation is much, much higher. Sure. But I, I, uh, I, I would be against it. Just play the game, as Tom says. Oh, bitches. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'd just say okay. play, play the game. This, this is what yeah. the game is. If, if you, if you, I, 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 like Tom, I don't like changing rules on the fly. All right. Yeah. All right. I get that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, can we play uh, uh, what might be a new segment now? Because I think the last two podcasts, I always had questions for you. So I, I'd like to continue that if that's okay with you. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing to do. All right. All right. So I, I did look at the standings, um, and, and we'll just deal with the National League. But I, I guess one of the questions I have for the Chiefs is, um, is which of the following overachievers slash upstarts um, do you think will make the playoffs and why? Um, in the East, Miami. Uh, in the Central, Cincinnati. And in the West, uh, your sexy pick, uh, Arizona. Right. So, okay. And all of them are about the same. I think – at least first one. of all, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that any of them are are battling for a playoff spot this late into the season. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's deal with Miami, right? We'll we'll deal with Miami first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fifty three and forty two. They got off to a good start. Um, they they've been playing pretty like, like what you would think they would play. Um, a little bit over five hundred. Um, I I I think one of their Big additions is Luis Arias. I, mm-hmm. I think he provides some stability in the lineup. Um, you know, he's got an 899 OPS. He, he only has three homers, but um, he puts, obviously he's hitting 380. So he, he keeps the lineup floating there. Um, and then this Brian Dela Cruz, which has been given an opportunity to play, has really performed well. I mean, he's sitting 272. He's got a 734 OPS. Um, he, he doesn't steal bases either. The whole team doesn't steal bases except for Chisholm. Um, but he's got 10 homers. He's got 51 RBIs. He's he's moving the lineup along. Uh, Solaire's moving the lineup along with a, even a 248 average. He's moving the lineup. Um, Guriel's hitting 266, moving the lineup along. So their, their one really bad player is Gene Segura. And their catcher, whoever catches at the time, Segura is hitting 221, which is probably like 20 points higher than he was two weeks ago. Um, yeah, right. He, he's, he's their only on. he's their only problem because they probably have a team batting average of 250 ish, probably even a little higher than that. So they're putting the ball in play, I, and, and and that's so what that's why I think they're doing well. Let, let's jump back for a second here. It, I mean, if you were to tell me, first of all, that the the Marlins were going to compete at the All Star break, yeah, having lost Jazz Chisholm for a significant amount of time, yeah, yeah. that Abisal Garcia was going to be out for a significant amount of time, 
that um, Edward Cabrera and Trevor Rogers were going to be out and that San- Sandy Alcantara was going to be horrible. I, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed at where they are. Yeah, so um, – and I've seen him play because, you know, I'll watch him play the fills and, I'll, and I, I saw him play the parts. Um, I, I think what they do is they put the ball in play. That's their strategy of, of get on base and, and not strike out. They don't have a lot of strikeouts. I mean, Brian De La Cruz has 91, which is a lot, but everybody else is going to be below 100. Um, and Jesus Lazardo kind of found himself this year. And Braxton Garrett isn't bad. I mean, he, he, this is no, what they thought if, Trevor Rogers was going to be. If you take away that, he had that one bad start where they left him out there yeah, they, to wear it, and yeah. then he gave up eight or ten earned runs. But yep. you take it out of his uh, his line, and he's done really well this he's year. He's done really well. And then they bring up Perez, who's been lights out. He's five and three and eleven starts. Um, Puck Puck's been doing a good job. He's got a higher ERA, but. I mean, he he's he was out for a little bit, but he's doing a good job with the back end of the bullpen. They probably need some help there if they're going to hang on. They they need Garrett to continue to pitch well, which may be a problem because he's not pitched this long. Cabrera comes back in a week or so, and maybe they held off Perez long enough that he can stretch it into September. Um, I think if they continue to put the ball in play, they're they're going to be in games. Let's just put it that way. So to your point, in terms of batting average, I just looked up uh, the team averages, and they are second uh, with a team average of 264. Yeah, um, that's really high as a team. Yeah. That's right, really high. Right. Now, their OPS is 723, which is, you know, ninth in, in just the National League. You want to venture a guess at who leads the league in average in OPS? In the National League? Yeah. Average and OPS. Yep, it's one team that leads both. Wow. Um, I'll make it easy for you. It's in the same division. Oh, the Braves. Yeah. 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 Get this. Yeah. So Marlins have an average of 264. Braves are 270. Wow. Marlins have an OPS of 723. Get ready for this. Braves have a team OPS of 829. <laughs> As a team. That's awesome. It's unbelievable, right? Yeah. All right. So let's let's deal with the Reds. Uh, the Reds are, right. Reds are taking the strategy of the Orioles last year, bring everybody up and play them. Uh, you know, they bring up Ellie De La Cruz they, 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 and they're playing them. They, you know, Kevin Newman's losing losing ground every, every day. They bring up Will Benson and they're playing them. Spencer Steer got a... You know, he, he was in and out of the lineup last year. Now he's got 386 at-bats in 91 games, and he's performing. Uh, India, his average is pretty low. His OPS is low, but he, he's still probably one of their better players. Uh, they bring up McLean, Matt McLean, to play shortstop. Uh, and they still have Friedel and Fraley in the, uh, you know, in the outfield. And Fraley's got 54 RBIs. Uh, and Tyler Stevenson, they moved him out of catcher, I think, for the most part. Let him just get in there and hit. Uh, they had that big run, right, of... of um, 11 or 12? Yeah, and then 13 out of 15 or something like that. Uh, yeah. Their pitching is, is... I don't know if their hitting could take them through the rest of the year because their pitching is not that good. Uh, Hunter Green is... He has pitched well, but he's that two and four maybe early in the season. He's been on the IL off and on. Um, Ashcraft has he pitched well out of the, out of the all-star break, but his ERA is close to six. Their their biggest their biggest uh, plus is get it to Diaz somehow. Get it to Diaz <laughs> so he can close the game out. Um, and if they're if they're in a race, they they might need to pitch him an inning and a half to get some wins. I don't know if their pitching can hang. Yeah, I I, I, I kind of doubt it. It's a lot of pressure on the offense, and I think I just heard reports that Christian Encarnacion Strand uh, is being called up. So that should help the Reds and help uh, the Hawks. Um, so, I yeah, I mean, look, look at the pitching staff right now. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Abbott, 
Graham Ashcraft, Ben Lively. You remember him from the Philly days, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Luke Weaver, Brandon Williamson. It just, I, I just don't I, think they have the it, pitching. It, it, yeah. If you're the Reds, do you try and make a run? No. And, and, and trade for pitching? Or do no. you just say, hey, it's been a great year, but yes. done is done? Yeah, let's, let's see. We'll be over 500. That's our goal. Because there's no use wow. to train for Verlander or Scherzer when he doesn't even get – they're more than one pitcher away. Okay, I, I, I see that. Uh, on the other hand, I don't really see them coming back next year. And, you know, famous last word, I, I guess maybe they can. With, with six teams making the playoffs, yeah, man, never mind. Yeah, what hurts them is Lodolo not being healthy and pitching well. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if he developed, you know, one more year and and see where they're at. But, uh, yeah, they're more than one pitcher away. I, I wouldn't make a deal. Unless All you, right. unless you get you, a shot. How, to, how about this? How about if you could get a pitcher that's – Under contract? Uh, un, uh, yeah, for two, two more years. Uh, as long as he's not 38. Okay. I'm thinking I don't know I don't know how long he's under contract, but somebody like a Dylan Cease. Yeah, it depends. On you. If you're giving up garbage, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you would have to give up like a Encarnacion Strand or something like that, or a Matt McClain, I would think to get uh, yeah get Dylan Cease. Uh, I I I'd be a little nervous about that. All right, because he's arbitration eligible um, in 24, and not he's not a free agent cease until 26. So you get two and a half years. Yeah. All right, just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see I mean, he hasn't pitched all that great this year, but... No, and he's not a great pitcher. I mean, he, he's not someone that's going to be your number one. I don't think he is. But maybe... On maybe. the Reds, he would be. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Understood. <laughs> I understand that, but, you know, they, they might maybe they'll go out and sign Nolan next year and then start building it from there. All right. Uh, and then, How about our last choice, the uh, Diamondbacks? I really like this team. I, get, I think they're going through a little lull, uh, which would be normal with a with a younger team. Um, but I think they have the offense to stay in games. Uh, McCarthy is playing a little better. His OPS is still below seven, but, you know, he, he can steal bases. Uh, Perdomo, I think he made the all-star team. Did he make the All Star team this year? I think he did. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. Much I, don't, about the I don't know. Yeah. Um, they got some guys that that can enough offense and keep them in the games. Uh, I, 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 they're young, but I, I think they're okay. As far as the pitching, it really just comes down to if well Kelly's on the IL, but if Gallon and Kelly um, can keep it up, is Thomas Henry, Tommy Henry pitched pretty well. Um, they have better pitching than the Reds. I don't know if they're – I think their pitching is probably equivalent to um, uh, Miami. But I think the really it's going to be between Miami and um, and Arizona. I, I think I think Cincinnati will fade. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you think both those teams have pretty good uh, pretty good chance of, of making the playoffs? I, I think both of the teams – uh, I think the Padres are about to fire their manager, and and they need a they need a. It's sad to say they need to overhaul, man. I mean, because they spent too much money to be six games under five hundred. Um, is is Soto going to go? I don't know if they'll trade him yet. They might be interested in signing. Who knows what the Padres? The Padres are like the Yankees now. They just pay everyone, mm. you know. But they they stink. I don't know. Maybe Snell will go. Maybe they get someone to take that contract. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You, I, I, man, I, I don't know. They don't seem to be a team that wants to tear things down. Although they no. tear it down, they'll they'll build it back up again. Well, They're yeah, because they got spend. money. Yeah. Um, maybe they need need some leadership on the team. I I don't know what's the problem. That team should not be six games under 500, even with the Diamondbacks and the Giants playing well. They should be six. They they came to Philly, lost three out of four. So. <laughs> Um, but the, you know, the, the Giants played well this weekend. The Phillies played well this weekend. It's going to be tough, man. We'll, we'll, whoever makes the, a big deal, whether the Giants or the Phillies, um, that that's going to, 
that's going to uh, have some effect here. Because if the Phillies make a deal, then the Marlins and the Diamondbacks are in trouble. Yeah, so it looks like the Phillies are just, what, a half game out of the wild card. Uh, Reds are two games out. Um, teams that are in right now are San Francisco, Miami, and and uh, the Diamondbacks. Right. And then the Phillies are two games back of the Marlins. Well, maybe one game. Yes. One, yeah. yeah. One game. Yeah, one game back of the Marlins. So, I mean, one game and a half game out of the uh, wild card. Yeah. So, um, it, it, I mean, it's going to be a good race. I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's eight teams plus the Padres and the Mets. That's, I don't think they're in it, but they're good enough to, you know, start playing well. Well, can you do me a favor and let me know how this all turns out? Okay. <laughs> I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking about that, uh, and I hate doing this to you, but. Okay, the Cardinals. That's okay. The Cardinals I deserve it. I deserve still it. Still in last place. All right. Wow. And then uh, the Buccos, since their twenty and eight start, which is twelve games over five hundred, they're now eleven games under five hundred. So that's twenty three games under five hundred, Mike. Yeah. That's what they played. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank God for the Pirates because the Cardinals Jeez. are about to overtake them. Or how about this? The Pirates are are about to to fall below the Cardinals. That's probably more uh, aptly said. Yeah. Is, is, am I doing the math right? They're 12 games over 500 at one point, and now they're 11 games. That's 23 games under 500 they've played yeah. since then, yeah. right? 23 yeah. games under 500. Yeah. It was a nice story for a while, but, mm. I mean, you knew it was going to come crashing down. Yeah. The, it's a bad franchise. The best story in baseball is the Yankees not making the playoffs. That would be the best story in baseball. Really? You still feel that way about the Yankees? Oh, I hate them. Okay. I think they're so overrated. I, I just, I, I, they're not even worth talking about. I don't even know why I brought it up. <laughs> okay. We'll press on then. Yeah, we do have a Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Uh, this is my beer from Miller Park about a month ago or so. Stash Panda. Okay. Stash Panda. Uh, I got it at the ballpark. It's from Hop Valley Brewing Company in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, Beer Advocate has it at 84. I think that was probably, uh, in my, I thought it was a little bit higher than that. I I enjoyed it for a ballpark beer. First of all, it's not Miller Park anymore. Isn't it um, like American Family Park or some some crazy name? I refuse to do that. I don't, I don't, I don't call the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I call it the Peach Bowl. I don't call (laughs) American Family Garante or whatever that thing. I call it Comiskey Park. So, Okay, fair enough. I refuse to to get into that. Yeah. So what type of beer was this? Was this an IPA? It was. Uh, okay. You're starting to dig IPAs, aren't you? Yeah, and and I, I've been getting into the uh, a little bit of the fruity side. I'm not, okay. I'm not a big fruit beer person. Um, okay. Th- this was not one of those. Um, but I, I thought for a ballpark beer, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was a little nice. higher than 84. Yeah. Hey, do you, do you want to use this platform also to, to talk about uh, beers for Saturday's football? Yeah, okay. Uh, just, PSA? Just bring them. <laughs> so Bob Kirk texted me. He said, hey, I'll be there, and I'm bringing Miller Lite or whatever he said. Yeah, so that, he's he's bringing his own. Uh, but please, okay, please that's, just that's the only confirmation, right? Yeah, I, I will, I will okay. provide water. And I got a pitch back. Nice. Right? Yeah, I saw yeah. it. That's beautiful. Oh, let's talk about wiffle ball for a second here. Because I was going to do this in my walk-off. But yeah. I was checking yesterday. I've got, I've got a whole tub full of wiffle balls that are in decent shape. I would still recommend everybody bring um, um, new wiffle balls. But I got probably six, six brand-new wiffle balls. And the rest of them are in really good shape for batting practice as well. Um, and I have bases and I have home plate and some wiffle ball bats. You so, do? So, okay. Yeah. All right, so bring equipment. Oh, uh, bring lawn chairs. Cause, yes, yeah, very and good. I'm going to try to borrow. If anyone has one, let me know when I send out the text today. I'm going to try to borrow like a little canopy so we can sit under there. You know, the, the oh, weather. Gosh. What's the matter? 
You don't like that? No, I was just, it was just it, well, no, it's just it's just funny. It just sounds very old. I, I I'll be the first one underneath there, by the way. Right. Yeah, you can wear your big like floppy hat to protect you from the sun if you'd like. Um, I I'll wear a floppy hat. That, that doesn't go with my City Connect uniform. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So bring lawn chairs and and uh, I'll shoot out the text and get confirmation. And I don't want to hear about you can't make it. You can bring your family, your kids. I don't care. Especially that top half. You get your asses there. I'm going to wear your asses out Saturday. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I just do the walk-off? Because I can't top that. Okay. <laughs> wear your asses out. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're friends of mine or not. This isn't professional, but, oh, my God. I shouldn't be laughing. But that's, that was hilarious. Um, you guys happy are gonna... birthday to the Lakers. That was this past week. And, um, yeah, um, uh, okay, the only thing I'm going to say in this walk-off is everybody stretch before, before, they, uh, before they play because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, the emergency services, you're going to have EMT standing by like at, you know, high school football games. You have to have it stationed there. Yeah, I have Mr. Pearson coming. Okay, good. All right, Jets, go at it. Uh, no, I'm not having EMT. Uh, yeah, we're not doing that. Um, what are you walking off with? I was just going to walk off with wiffle ball as well. Uh, you know, on, on a, I, I know I'm, I'm half joking when I say all that stuff, but it would be good for everyone to play, especially the newbies. I want to see the newbies out there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Case oh, has man. played with us but... when he's 10, but he, he'll come, he's coming. Um, and I would like to see Sam and Josh and, uh, Bob Freeze. Well, when you say newbies, don't forget Bob Freeze is bringing some people. Yes. So, um, you know what? I, I I don't think these people know what they're in for here. <laughs> this is top notch here. Yeah, and I promote trash talking. That's okay. Yeah. Well, we're doing it. You're doing yeah, it already. I'm doing it already. Yeah, I know. I've been. I've been. Uh, yeah, I haven't been practicing, but I'll. Um, yeah, uh, and and I will say. Well, Real quick, that uh, the the uh, pitchback that I got, it's not. Yeah. It's it's a metal frame, but it doesn't have the metal um, like links that you know you connect the net. So remember how we used to always say, "Well, I heard metal," but <laughs> 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 now they're plastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh boy! Oh gosh! Yeah. So hey, you know what? It's just <laughs> another thing that we can argue about. <laughs> Yeah, Good gosh. but I remembered that phrase when I when I put it together. I'm like, oh, these things are plastic. You're not even gonna be able to hear the chink. I heard chink, right? I heard metal. I heard metal in that. Yeah. Um, Here's one of my favorites. Is remember I used to throw that sweeping curveball, and you know it would break from your one shoulder to your other. And Rob used to go out and try and catch the ball, <laughs> so he, it went to the strike zone. <laughs> oh, that was gonna be a ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> And you're like, I'm looking right at it. No, that's, that's going to go right down the middle of the plate. That was strike three, pal. Yeah, and Ralph would, like, throw his shoulder into it and say he didn't. So was, yeah. yeah. Or, or say a little Tom Lawless or some damn thing. I didn't feel it hit me. You're <laughs> <laughs> wearing, like, an Arctic suit. What do you mean you didn't feel it hit you? Uh, I think it's time for us to go. My goodness. Uh, hey, I'm going to see you. I am looking so forward to this Saturday. Everybody be there. What time? Uh, we're we're, we're going to start at 11. So show up at 11. All right. Yeah. Um, I figure the earlier the better. All right. Well, the the gauntlet has been thrown down, Top Half. Yeah. See yeah, I don't hear any, it any excuses. Uh, and then we're walking off with uh, a Steely Dan song that you picked out. It's titled Everything Must Go. Yeah, this is for me. Listen to the listen to the words. This is my team. All right, buddy. See you, Chief. I'll see you Saturday.